Inverse Genius Episode 21, My Dragon Pal and Me. In this episode, Eric is joined with Don and John Manis to talk about the television show that is Gallivant, the fun fantasy musical. Inverse Genius is sponsored by our fantastic Patreons at patreon.com slash obg. You can head over there and support the monthly podcast costs of all the Inverse Genius podcasts. Thanks. Welcome to another episode of Inverse Genius. My name's Eric Dewey, and you can always find all the neat stuff that's going on in the Inverse Genius umbrella at, amazingly enough, InverseGenius.com. I am going to talk with a few other folks about something magical, as it were. So first of all, we'll bring in Mr. Magic himself, Donald Dennis. Woohoo! Yeah, it's, it's, it's exciting to be here. It's been a while since you and I have both been on the same Inverse Genius episode. So uh, that'll be fun. And, and of course, the show that we're talking about today, brilliant. Indeed. And so since it was such a brilliant show, we needed to bring on a brilliant person. So to help us talk about this fabulous show, Mr. John Manis. Welcome, Hello. John. Hello. It's good to be on the show. Yay. Let's give our bona fides. Yeah, I was going to say, if people want to stalk you on the internet, where would they find you? Uh, well, you can always check me out at uh, swarmcastpodcast.com. Uh, where I, I and a few other crazy people are hosting a show about gaming in all its forms and shapes and whatnot called the Swarmcast podcast, oddly enough. Hmm. Well, hooray. Sounds good. <laughs> On Twitter, I am Cobald Dude. Alrighty. So, uh, we are here to talk about a little show that was on not too long ago called Gallivant. And not for too long, which is the cry and shame. It, it, yep, it uh, it was on for two seasons, but each of those seasons were half orders at best. So why would we even talk about such a show that was barely on? Because it was groundbreaking. It, it was. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what uh, you can use all kinds of adjectives to describe it. I would say it is fun and entertaining. Yeah, Which, I, I'm not. You know? I'm not sure if it was groundbreaking per se. Um, but yeah, it was definitely uh, very entertaining and very fun. It was great. <laughs> All right. So, what's the uh, what's the premise of this show? What makes it different than any other show? It's Renaissance Festival meets West Side Story. Okay. Wait, West Side Story is a musical, right? It mm-hmm. is indeed. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I... I was about to say it's where Benny and the Jets fight, but no, that's that was that's not quite. Wasn't right. that a a song <laughs> Elton by Elton John? John? Song. It was indeed. Uh, yeah, so Gallivant is a fantasy, uh, sort of medieval fantasy, but it's also a musical. Every episode has multiple songs. Everybody breaks into song at every at different points. And so uh, this, the whole story starts with our hero, Gallivant, the dashing knight. And he has and his, his lady love. His lady love, Madalena. And she is kidnapped by the evil King Richard, and so he must go and get her back. So, as we le- leap into this, what's the name of King Richard's kingdom? Um, uh, you know, we never okay, find so, out. I don't think we ever find out. Yeah. I. So, now this is a lighthearted show. It never takes itself seriously, so I try not to take it seriously. But I will say the one problem I have with this show is geography. <laughs> 
because there are multiple kingdoms that are invaded. Like we don't, even, yeah, we never know what King Richard's original kingdom is, but he apparently leaves it to go to this other kingdom and take it over, and then later on decides to go try and take over another kingdom. And so, you know, all these kingdoms are apparently next to one another. Uh, his original kingdom seems to flourish without him. So the whole geopolitical thing really bothered me. <laughs> Uh, I, th- I thought it was great commentary. Pretty much everything on in the whole in the whole show was you know almost Pratchett esque level satire or parody. Yes, very much so. It, it's also interesting the fact that you can get from uh, one place to another by either horse or apparently by sea, because I think they take a, a boat from Valencia to to King Richard's lands and then they. What don't they travel? Walk back. Don't they walk back or travel by horse back? Yep. <laughs> yep. And at some point, one of these lands is kind of in a desert yeah, area. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it is, honestly, it just sounds like a, somebody's D and D campaign. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Would not surprise me at all. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we have Gallivant, and he has to go off, and he has to go rescue his his one true love from being kidnapped and so he he makes it there right at the time of the wedding just the perfect timing and yells out stop i imagine there was a song or two involved and then what happens she decides that she'd rather live with the king than live with someone who's not a king (laughs) (laughs) indeed and that right there that moment really cemented for me the fact that i was going to like this show um because it it you know it's winking and nod, nodding at you as you're singing these fun you know it's like every Disney show where in the middle of doing dishes you sing a song and it works faster kind mm-hmm. of thing right well and and it starts off with basically uh, the the heroine I'm well, not the heroine but the a female lead and Gallivant singing a song about how good they are together right yes and it's all about how wonderful we are and how things are going great she gets kidnapped. And then, you know, she's decided, hey, you know, being a queen's not so bad. It's better than living in a hovel uh, so that this knight can, can take care of me. Maybe I can take care of myself if I'm a queen. And she does a great job at it. Yeah. Yes. It, it's kind of interesting how the on the first episode, sort of the first two, three minutes, that whole intro song that kind of tells you everything and sets up the whole premise for the show... It's if, if this was another show, that would be what the entire series would be. Would be that that little two to three minute intro that we get. Right, and then it takes that turn in the throne room at the wedding. Right, and and things go sideways, and then you see Gallivant after he's been rejected, and he's what got that twenty pound muffin top going on, mm-hmm. and and he's sort of given up on life. Oh yeah, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's totally uh, the beginning of Smokey and the Bandit Part Two, right there. <laughs> <laughs> That's another episode. <laughs> in fact, I wonder if this show would have been better with a little Burt Reynolds in it. Well, yeah, I think it's pretty safe to say every show would be better with a little Burt Reynolds in it. <laughs> Archer agrees. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then, yeah, the king decides, hey, let's go take over another kingdom. The Valencia. Yeah, actually, we, do we even find that out until until they just show them having taken it over? Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah, they just conquered it. It's not in media res. It doesn't start in the middle of action. Right. It starts... Right, well, it gets conquered during that whole year where Gallivant's just drinking and doing nothing but being <laughs> depressed. Yep. And this is all in uh, episode one. 
So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and we're not necessarily going to go deep into every single episode, but at least want to set up sort of the premise. Right, here. right. So, um, there's this magical gem, or at least just a big gem of the of from Valencia, and, and that's something that is incredibly valuable. So the princess of Valencia kind of escapes, and she runs over to Gallivant to try and get him to you know convince him to overthrow or at least protect her kingdom kick King Richard out and so she's going to offer this gem to it except that's not what happened no nope not not even it's a little bit um, that's what Gallivant <laughs> things happened though so you're right there you're you are <laughs> exactly. our Gallivant representation for the evening but uh, uh, Richard says yes go and tell Gallivant that your kingdom needs rescuing and that he should come and rescue his ex-girlfriend uh, so and to set up a trap so that he could then kill Gallivant so that Madalena will love him and uh, and will quit being a shrew or whatever it is. And then that's what she does. She goes and she sets up Gallivant and she would have given up if uh, if it had been her free will because Gallivant looks kind of horrible, but she has to rescue her parents who are still in prison. <laughs> right. And so that's sort of the crux of the whole first season in that that you know, it's getting them to kind of get along and get Gallivant back into fighting shape and then eventually go and over try and overthrow uh, King Richard. And, of course, along the way, Gallivant's hoping that he'll somehow rekindle his uh, relationship with, uh, I want to call him oh, Madalena. I keep wanting to say Magdalena, <laughs> but it's Madalena. That's a different uh, character. Yeah. Yep. Different character entirely. And, of course, there's a brewing relationship between the princess and Gallivant. And that would be well. the princess of Valencia, the one who is betraying him. And there's a whole song about it. Yes. Princess, princess <laughs> Isabella, Isabella Maria. Isabella Maria Lucia Elizabeta. Or Elizabetta. Of Valencia. And I loved in her song about how they <laughs> mentioned her, you know, in unspecific yes, ethnicity. Yes. <laughs> um, another character that you couldn't get along with at this point. Um, so we've got King Richard, who's kind of the incompetent doofus. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have it's- his kidnapped now wife, who is apparently uh, uh, cuckolding him. Uh, you have Gallivant, who has come out of retirement. And you have Sid. Gallivant Squire. Yes. Oh, yes, Sid. Who, according to some of the songs, has amazing hair. He, he does. <laughs> well, it's better than mine, so that means it's amazing, right? Um, and uh, so he is hard put upon uh, to try and take care of, uh, well, do all the squirely duties, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then Richard's manservant is Gareth, who is Richard's guard or captain of the guard or king's guard or whatever. And he is played... By, oh, what's that actor's name? Uh, Vinny Jones. Vinny Jones. Jones. Yeah. Yeah. And so <laughs> brilliant. Vinny Jones is most famous in my mind for Lock Stock of Two Smoking Barrels. <laughs> he was the, the killer yeah. in that one. And, like, you know, the, the guys come in and try to hold up the place, and he has that great line about how they're holding him up with a game that's uh, with a gun that says airsoft <laughs> on the side while his says .50 Desert Eagle. <laughs> See, every time I saw him, I, I kept thinking, oh, that's Bullet Tooth Tony. Oh, right, right. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, I, and he was also in uh, Eurotrip, I think, wasn't he? Probably. Probably. I don't remember. He's been in a whole bunch of stuff, and it's always fun when he's on screen. He's one of those great rough and tumbles because he's got a face that looks like it's been a broken nose <laughs> for for all of his life. Well, he was a football player, i.e. soccer, oh. um, so it probably was broken. I'd have guessed rugby, but he might have done both. Yeah. Huh. Uh, we should mention King Richard is Timothy um, <laughs> Amundsen. 
can never pronounce it, but he's most famous for being in Psych. He was um, Lassiter, Detective Lassiter in Psych. Yes. All right, so let's, let's also, devolve. You brought up Psych. I wasn't going to mention this, but <laughs> it was his character. So I like the actor. I think he's brilliant. Uh-huh. But it was his character that convinced me Scott, that Psych was a show that was not really worth watching. Because even though it's a comedy, you shouldn't make an... A, uh, a lead detective that stupid because it'd be like if he's that dumb everybody else in the police station above him has to be dumber still well and so it was hard for me it was like you are so moronic i can't i just i can't even find the humor in it well if we if we were going to dig further into psych uh, i think later on in the series or as the series goes on you find out he's not quite as an incompetent boob as they they make him out to be in those first couple of episodes at least I watched several seasons. Well, he he <laughs> he starts to step up in the competence level, uh, but he he gets to be very one sided. You know, he's 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 the Clint Eastwood type yeah. cop, mm. and so that is always going to be his solution. And of course, he doesn't believe that. Um, what's his name is psychic, but that's a whole different yeah. show. And John, you said he was in a different show too, which I oh yeah, he was in. Uh, he was in Supernatural. Supernatural. Yes, he played Kane in Supernatural, as in. You know, Cain, as in Cain and Abel. Oh. Yeah. So he has some range. Yeah, that's a, it was a very different role for him in that show. <laughs> Ooh, Supernatural would be a good series as well. A good thing for us to do in Inverse Genius on as well. I like that one much. <laughs> and so one of the kind of funny things about uh, King Richard or Timothy is that in between seasons of Psych, he would always grow a beard out. And then when Psych started back up, he'd have to shave it. Uh, and so apparently he was jokingly always looking for a role where he didn't have to shave after you know season one ended or whatever and so he has an incredibly massive beard you know not zz top massive but it's a it's a good sized beard in this show <laughs> and, and they mention it in at least one of the songs yes yeah, they do yeah. so there was a um there was a short that he did it was a voltron short where he played uh, it was a live action thing where it shows him in a He's one of the pilots in, in the cockpit of like the Yellow Lion or something like that, which was a very, uh, very serious, very dramatic, very dark kind of a, a thing. And that came out around the time that Psych was still going on. Um, so if you check that out on YouTube, that's another good example of, of his range right there. Yeah, he needs to be in more stuff. Yeah. Indeed. Actually, of, of all the lead characters that we've mentioned... Mm-hmm. The one that I like the least, and this will come... Guess which one I like the least? The the main character. Uh, Galavant. The guy plays yes. Galavant. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and I don't dislike him, but I'm like, wow, you are Mr. Generic Handsome Guy. You're an underwear model with not a lot of... Hmm. But he, he, I, get, I get to like him better as, as the show goes on. But it's, he's, he's certainly not my favorite of all the leads. Gotcha. Well, he certainly fits what you expect Gallivant to be. I mean, you know, he's, his teeth practically gleam when he smiles. <laughs> oh, yes, they do. Yes, they do. <laughs> and, yeah, the girl who plays Princess Isabella, she's on that new show with uh, the guy from the... from. Oh, crud, I can't even remember it now. Alex Inc. is the name of the show. <laughs> is that on, is that on uh, television? Yeah, it's it's on one of the main channels. Uh, so I've never seen it. It's on after a show I watch. <laughs> <laughs> so I see ads for it. But, you know, talking about the people in the show, 
we would do an incredible disservice if we didn't talk about their guest stars because pretty much every episode there is somebody in this show who is notable. Oh, Ooh, yes. Yeah. So I know I have a guess who Don's favorite one is. Um, oh, I know who yours is for sure. Yeah? yeah Weird Al. So, nope, see? That's what I was going to guess hmm. for you. Okay. 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 So yeah, but Weird Al does show up as a head monk. John, who who is your famous or who is your favorite guest? Uh, star? My favorite would have to be Kylie Minogue in season two. See, that was me too. <laughs> Kylie Minogue, she's like the elf queen in this gay bar that's yeah. in a tree. She's, she's, she's in the Enchanted Forest. Yeah, she's the queen of queens. Yeah, as she says. Yes, that's it. <laughs> the queen that's of the Enchanted Forest. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and then she comes out and sings this great song and. And uh, they end up being bartenders there for a little while. <laughs> so, so the song she sings, um, because I was just recently rewatching the show, you know, for, for some reason. Um, so I, I'm at work, and I and and I have her that song she's singing going through my head, um, which is unfortunate because the song is like is called a uh, "Take Off His Shirt" or something, or "Off with His Shirt." Yes. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm, I just know someone's going to come by, and I'm going to be. Either singing or <laughs> you're gonna be singing those myself. words. <laughs> well, yes, that, that's nice. I'm I'm a big fan <laughs> of Hugh Bonneville because I I, I watched um uh what the Downton Abbey uh, with Connie oh, right right and okay so okay. he was there and of course man Rutger Howard's looking rough. He always yeah. looks rough, but I mean though, he's right? looking old rough. He's looking yeah weathered. I guess is well, the right part. <laughs> Fair enough. So yeah, he plays like the is it the older brother? Yeah, yeah. Kingsley. 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 Yeah, the older brother of of <clears throat> Prince Day. Well, you know, the guy's uh, I don't know. He was born in 1944, so you know he's got some years on him, and I don't think those were kind years either. <laughs> no, no, not all of them. And John Stamos was on once or twice. Oh yeah. Oh yes, he played he played um, John Ham Gallivant's. Yep, he played Gallivant's yeah. sort of rival. John Ham. I really kind of wish they had done more with it because you see him in season one, and then I think his face appears briefly in season two in one of the. He's in the enchanted. In one of the scenes. He's in the enchanted forest in uh, season two. That's right. That's right. He's at the. <laughs> that's right. Um, yeah, um, I guess we should mention Ricky Gervais mm-hmm. is sort of the. Uh, He's like a seer wizard kind of guy. One of my least favorite up. scenes in the whole thing was all, and I really like Ricky, Ricky Gervais. I just didn't like, I, I didn't find that whole oh. little bit in entertaining. Oh, he's got that great line where he's where he's pointing to the guy who's riveting, and he says, "See him? He's he's a toad. I t- took a toad and turned him into a man. See, I I did a whole, I did I flipped it. That's what I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know." Uh, something that totally slipped my mind. You mentioned Downton Abbey because uh, Hugh Bonneville plays the Pirate King. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, there was there's a the, there's a whole sub subplots B plots with um, oh Gwyn and th- who's the who's the servant King Richard's servant that's always put upon. Uh, oh the uh, he's the, the the cook. I can never remember his name. The cook. The cook. Yeah. Um, the one that looks like he's he's. Not healthy. <laughs> oh, that was Vincenzo, Vincenzo the cook. Yes. Vincenzo. Okay. Yes, yes. And so they play. You know, they play serfs or, or well, servants, I guess. But they all. I mean, 
multiple songs they have are about how they're probably going to die before they're 28 or something some of like the best that. songs of the entire series they get and uh yes. yeah gwen was on uh, was in downton abbey is is yeah, the least of, of the servants at the beginning of the series yep yep <laughs> so she basically plays essentially the same character um <laughs> though so another important character that we haven't mentioned but who's not a lead is the jester oh yes Oh right. Who actually sings the opening song uh, before Gallivant gets into it, and he does the recap song. Uh, any of the any of the sort of the out of character story songs, he he's like, "Here's what's going on." And uh, the first time I watched the series, I just hated him, and and I hated that the whole character. And then the second time I watched, it, I was like, "Okay, all right, he's much better now. I can I can enjoy <laughs> his songs. I can enjoy his performance." But I was just like, "Get him off stage. Don't like him. Move along." Um, did he ever grow on? Yeah, the second the second time I watched it, I was like, okay, I can deal with it. And the third time, I was like, okay, he's just one of the guys, no bad feelings at all. So. <laughs> Maybe it's I just like Olive Gallivant so much that he is now sort of umbrellaed in on the yes, I like your stuff. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Oh, if you're a fan of, of Buffy the Vampire, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, oh, yeah, Giles was in it. Um, he was yep. Gallivant's dad. He's interestingly he. I don't think he's Gallivant's dad in the second season. No, I think, I think you're correct. A, yeah, they had a different, a different actor. actor. No, when when Gallivant meets him, it's Gallivant's dad. So in the first season, he plays Gallivant's right, dad. Right. In the second season, a different actor plays Gallivant's dad. You know, he has that whole going home scene. Mm. It, it's not Anthony Head. It's a whole Dick York, Dick yeah, yeah. Sergeant kind of thing. Oh okay. Oh, and one other character to kind of play bear in mind is the um, wedding planner. Oh gosh, yeah. Oh, he Slash was great. Evil yeah. wizard, yeah. Even though he shows up, what was his? yeah, he just shows up kind of late in uh, season two. But yeah, he oh, should. But when he shows okay. up, he, he he steals every scene he's in almost. <laughs> Obviously, we need to spoil. Have spoiled this, you know. Spoiler, spoilers up front. So all of season one oh. <laughs> is. Gallivant getting to Valencia to confront uh, you know Richard, and he, he's got this hate on for Richard, and he's going to you know thwart the plans and win back his his lady love, and he's traveling the whole time with the with the princess Elisabetta who has betrayed him right, and that's the whole first season is him getting there and them sort of doing a light resolve at the end of the season. Um, and then the second season is Richard, um, and he traveling back to the old kingdom and then back again. Right. Right. right, right. Where it's, it's a road movie. Right. I mean, but I guess the whole thing is a road road show. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, go ahead. I was going to say, it's just that it's like, there are two big arcs. The first arc is the, all the Valencia arc. And the second one is the, the, the doo-doo arc. And the, uh, <laughs> what's it called? The Hortensia. Go, yeah. go into Hortensia. And, uh, yeah. John, you want to explain what Dudu is? <laughs> uh, it's the, oh gosh, what is it? The Dark, Dark Evil Ways, I think it is. Exactly. Yeah. Yep, that's it. That's the, <laughs> the bad magic is Dudu. Do, 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 do. It's not just, honestly, the, I was. I it's was, not just the Dark Evil Ways, go. it's the Dark, Dark Evil Ways. Dark. <laughs> I was I was really waiting for some sort of payoff, like some some kind of t- 
tie-in to just how goofy the name was, but I don't know that it ever truly. Oh no, it was. It was in the. Uh, it was in the. It's in that the song. musical. Yeah. The music scene. It was the oh, right. another one of the Disney music scenes. Yeah. I I just tried to sing a bar the for do, it. Do 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 do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yes, when he was teaching her, teaching uh, the evil queen how to do it. Do do so, do. One of the things. <laughs> the do the do do. Yes, I can't do that. It's too. Uh, <laughs> It's too alliterative. Um, so, you know, if you were just kind of listening to this, you're like, oh, okay, it's, it, it sounds funny. They have songs. Um, there's some interesting people in it, but, you know, it's, it's not, I'm not compelled. So my question to you two is, what makes this show so compelling to you? The show, it very much, it breaks that, it breaks the fourth wall a lot. It knows that it's a comedy, and it knows that it's only got eight episodes for its first season and it and then second season comes along and it knows and it tells you over and over again we're surprised as you are that we got a second season first it takes the piss out of itself i mean it right, really right the first song it, just, it talks about we know you're gonna watch football or the golden globes or one of these <laughs> other things that's on right now um you're probably just gonna record this <laughs> and to me that was the key to my liking this show was that they were so they did such a great job in breaking that fourth wall and being self-referential and you know winking and nudging without getting it to be too annoying like that whole final song in season one is kind of like you know we hope we'll be back oh, and yeah. you know right. tell tell everyone to watch this and the and, first the know. first song of season two is is basically telling to quit stinging singing the stupid song from season yeah. one because we <laughs> yes. got a new season and so um but also it's they turn every trope upside down on itself right you know it's mm-hmm. hey the guy's supposed to marry or go and save the woman live happily ever after they don't the dwarves and giants are fighting and it's because <laughs> one side built a high bridge the other built a low bridge and they're actually all the same height you know, right. everything that they do is is just – and the squires, okay? So it's like, oh, you're supposed to have these loyal squires. And then you have the scene where the squires are all talking about their knights. And it mm-hmm. is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And then, and then the squire has his moment in the sun. And really, it's just kind of lame. I mean, he doesn't really <laughs> – he doesn't really do anything. Right. And then uh, – well, when Gallivant dies, it's the squire's yeah. fault. That's okay. He gets yes, he gets better. That's right. He gets better. He gets better. Oh, mostly dead. Oh man, in the because they death go visit cool. the healer. Yes, Neo of Sporin. <laughs> Neo Sporin. Yeah, Neo of Sporin. <laughs> well, in death is uh, as an actor, some people might recognize um, Eddie Mar Eddie Marson. Um, oh, he was uh, wasn't he in uh, Harry Potter? Wasn't he the worm guy or uh, the rat guy? I. Maybe don't uh, know. maybe not. I don't know where he's from. I just I saw him. I was like, oh, I know him. He's familiar. No, uh, never mind. Oh, he was in um, he was in Sherlock Holmes, the Guy Ritchie Sherlock Holmes. Huh. Sure, we'll go with that. Um, but yeah, every time you know, it's like, oh, we think we know where this is going, and, and then there's this one thing where it's like, oh, this this is my important jewel that I've carried around forever and that I've always had on me, and I can't ever go without <laughs> it, and like. Um, this is the first time we've seen it, and they call it out because they're making fun of other shows where all of a sudden the people think, oh, this would be a great plot element. Why don't we use that? And then, only. Yeah, and then when Gallivant is trying to talk with her, he's saying, uh, uh, what do, why do you have her jewel? And, you know, it's like, what? 
this is literally the first time I've seen this jewel. And Gallivant's like, no, she's always had that jewel. What are you talking about? Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. And so uh, to me, that, that's it as well. I mean, the show is fun and it is funny, but it's self-referential humor is what really makes it worth watching. Mm-hmm. It, certainly multiple times and and honestly the songs are really well done too so mm. so especially in season two since you're since you're bringing up the songs there's quite a few songs that um may sound like songs from other musicals and such and they because they definitely um play up on a lot of that like donald you mentioned the giant the one with the giants and the dwarves fighting each other and so, yes. so of course, we, we get a, a full-on uh, West Side Story uh, finger-snapping, yes. whistling kind of a dance fight. for. And you get a song from Greece mm-hmm. with, uh, where it's uh, uh, Roberta and uh, right. Richard. Yep, and, and the chorus of zombies. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so uh, in, in Weird Al phrase, these are like style parodies where you, you, you hear it, you know exactly what song or at least what they're trying mm-hmm. to do. And I almost think that, that probably that that was a lot of weird Al's influence. I got no, no proof of this. Right. But it felt like the first season was show tunes, bigger, you know, it's like, Oh, we want to do just kind of general show tunes and pull our plot along like that. And then the, because they had worked with weird Al in the first season, they're like, yeah, he's like, you know, you can cut some corners here and, and, and have a little bit more punch. <laughs> <laughs> and and that's that's my head canon as to what happened. I've, I've no no real idea if that's the truth. That's certainly possible. I will say that he uh, sent Christmas cards to cast members. Weird Al did. According to IMDb, he did. I, that sounds like something he would do. I I I, I believe oh absolutely. That, yeah. <laughs> He's definitely that kind of person. Um. Yeah. So. We obviously really like this show. and Oh, another reason I like it is because it plays on the whole One True King thing with pulling the sword from the stone. And, <laughs> oh, right. And being a King that, Arthur yeah. fan and all that. Yes, it does. You know, and that reminds that, uh, me. We've, we've yeah. gotten this far and we haven't talked about one of the other probably um, more important characters introduced in season two, which of course mm. is Tad Cooper. Tad Cooper is <laughs> my favorite character in the whole show, but... When I was telling Don I was watching it on Netflix, he was like, oh, have you met Tad Cooper yet? And I'm like, no. He's like, oh, okay. So now I'm like, well, who's Tad Cooper? And I'm just you know, trying to pay. Who, and then it comes, and I'm like, oh, well, I can't wait to see where this goes. And it's like, oh. And it goes nowhere. So it goes nowhere. If, so who's Tad Cooper? If, if there was a third season, it would be all Tad Cooper all time, right? But. Indeed. Well, that, that very important gem that you mentioned uh that is the the jewel of valencia that that is priceless uh richard trades it to somebody i don't remember who for a um for a dragon um mm. not only does he do that but he does it off right. camera like it's he, it comes back and he's like got this and we're oh i traded the jewel for it so it's like <laughs> it's like one of those star trek moments where wait why are the romulans in Klingon ships. Oh, because someone dropped the Klingon ship, so now they use the same kind of ship. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's like, oh, oh, all right. And, and this is like, where's the gem? Oh, well, some idiot dropped the, uh, the the key grip, dropped it off stage, and so now we quick we have to have a plot to go through. Um, <laughs> and once again, I I don't think that's actually the case, but that's the sort of you know the sort of feeling that you get that they're playing with on the show mm-hmm. is 
there's these these immediate reversals that feel like stuff that should happen off stage only because they couldn't show it though right. probably they could because whatever that big green lump of uh, of glass or candy was I'm sure they could have manufactured another one and nobody ever would have known <laughs> which it's it's the same gym that they traded to get Gallivant into a joust against a chicken mm-hmm. yes <laughs> well no well, the, the chicken was somebody else's yeah, yeah. entry fee he, he didn't, didn't joust, joust the, the chicken, chicken. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh gosh that, that joust was, that was uh, such a <laughs> Yeah, that was such a great scene because, yeah, so he's got to enter this jousting tournament so that they can win the money so that they can go and 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 uh, go you know, fight Prince Richard. And so there's this whole training montage scene because Galvant's, you know, way out of shape. And so then they get ready to do the joust and it turns out that that whole training montage took place like a few minutes before the joust. And so now he can't even <laughs> lift his arms. <laughs> Right, or it's like it was the day before. Because if you've ever done weightlifting, the next day is when it really. <laughs> oh yeah. It's like, I cannot move. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, the whole thing about selling the gem to buy Tad Cooper, because for basically a season and a half, that gem was a very important right. MacGuffin, <laughs> and then all of a sudden it's just gone. <laughs> uh, and when we say Tad Cooper's a dragon, uh, he's really a uh, I don't know what type of lizard it is. He's bearded, he's bearded, bearded, bearded lizard, dragon, bearded, yeah, a bearded yeah. lizard, yeah. So so then the on-running joke is um, is everyone insisting that it's not a dragon and Richard insisting that it is a dragon and that he believes in Ted Cooper and if one day he's going to breathe fire on his enemies. And at the end of the season two, you'll find out if he's right. <laughs> and it may surprise you, not at all, but there's a song about it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Indeed. Um, in fact, so, yeah, there's a song about all of these things or by all of these people. And that, I thought that was really cool. So with the exception of one or two of the guests, like I don't know if Simon Callow did a song. I don't remember, um, you know, but they had Sheridan Smith as Jubilee, did the Hey, I'm Not That Kind of Princess Princess, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Song, um, you know, that uh, yeah, Neo, Neo of Sporin had a cute, you know, Time is of the essence song that was neat. Oh yeah. It's like, uh, and so there's all kinds of cute little songs that go in, mixed in with the great big orchestral things. The one of my favorite is that they're they're gonna go and kill King Richard's brother, is one of my favorite songs. Of course, I think I've said that like six times. Okay. So <laughs> so easily a third of the songs are are one of my favorite songs. I was gonna so. say so so this would bring up the the really uh, hard question for us then. What is your favorite song from Gallivant? Hmm. Because I gotta admit that one, the one you're mentioning, uh, what is it? Off on a secret mission is a good one. We're off on a secret mission, but quietly as we can. Yeah, but so is the, uh, the one that, Gallivant and is the the princess and Sid are singing about how they're going on a on a big adventure, a hero's journey or whatever. That one's right, right, which, right. Which, yeah, which it's the three of them, yeah, right. which ultimately it's... ends up with the three of them talking about how much they hate being around each other all this time. That, that, that was during the good. Great Raisin Conflict. Yes, yes. Um, so another kind of random thing about the songs is if you purchase the soundtrack, mm-hmm. the songs will have extra verses because some of the songs had to be trimmed for time. So. And yet, I, so I wanted the Secret Mission song without all the add-ins so that it was just a song. Mm-hmm. So, so mm-hmm. I may have to download that and edit it so that I can get just the song part of the song. Because it flows really well, but they keep interrupting it. 
<laughs> and that's the song that you want to play every time you're running a, a D&D or something like that. When you oh go, gosh, when you go, yes. okay, guys, what do you want to do? And, and they're like, well, we need to make a plan. And you just want to queue up that song right there, right? You really do. Perfect. <laughs> so, yeah, I, you know, of course, be... the, poli- uh, the, uh, the pirate ones were really cool. I liked those. Um, yep. Okay. Yeah. See, that, that's what makes it difficult for me to pick my favorite song. Because they're so different. And they all, well, certainly in the second season. In the first season, they're kind of similar in that show tune kind of way. But they still... You know, move plot forward. They they do exposition. They 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 do what they need to do well. Right. I will say Weird Al's monk song was a little disappointing, and that's only because I hold him in such you know high regard that I expect everything him to do uh-huh. for him to do is brilliant. And they were fine. It just wasn't compared to some of the other ones. Yeah. 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 I, exactly. I, I agree with you on that. I I I, th- I thought his song was was very lacking, and I think. In my defense of him, I think it was mostly based on the material they had to deal with. I mean, the whole song is sort of the the joke of what kind of monks they are. Right. I love so, that they took a, a what a vow of uh, singing instead of a vow of yes, silence. Because yep. I'm the bad boy, but not so bad because I'm a monk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. They do that whole boy band introduction of all of all the monks. I forgot about that. It's yeah, it's sort of oh, boy band, right. almost uh, yeah, barbershoppy sort of. Sort of, I'm what because one's like, I'm the cute one, I'm the uh, like you said, I'm the bad one, but not so bad because I'm a monk. <laughs> so that's it. So I know at this point, the listeners are like, Ah, oh, we want to see Gallivant. Mm-hmm. Well, if you have Netflix, you're in great shape. Uh, it's streaming both seasons. Uh, there are DVDs available, of course, as well, if you want to just purchase it and own it outright. Um, and there, but yeah, there's, there's a lot of stuff we, we haven't mentioned, like the. Uh, the, the Forest of Convenience or the Forest of Honesty, you oh. know, <laughs> uh, s- several characters that we just have not had the chance to mention at all. Um, you know, so there's there, if you haven't watched it, it's not like we've given away everything. Right. Right. And it's really more the experience than the story that you're looking for. And and one one thing to note is the first season's eight episodes, the second season's ten mm-hmm. episodes. So there, it's a real short thing and you know before the sh- before we the show started we were recording or before we were recording we were talking about oh it's too bad you know it should have gone for longer and and you know certainly always want to feel that way uh, but i always think of it a lot you know a lot of bbc series that i like are real short like that and i feel like you get the complete essence of the story and you don't have any of those well this episode's just kind of a filler episode um so on the one hand it, it you know, it'd always be great to have more, but um, at least we have what we have, and it's a good, it, you know, it's a good, solid story. Arguably, Gallivant is all filler. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, I mean, this is, this is, yeah, this is popcorn TV at its finest. Right? But I guess, I, I, I guess if you just, if you just wanted to, to know the story, then you just watch the, watch the first five minutes of the first episode, and then watch the last episode, because the jester gives a nice recap of the entire series. <laughs> Oh, the, the the season the the song. Okay, I think one of my favorite songs. This is my favorite one. I'm just gonna say that is the the sort of the ending song or the big song for the "Hey, we're all gonna die" oh, yeah. in the second to last episode, where they're like, "We could die," and they're like, "We won't." There's one more episode, and then I'm like, no, but we could die. He's like, no, this isn't Game of Thrones. Oh yes, that's and right. They keep going on to the how horrible this is and how murdered they're all gonna be. 
and then uh, I just that is just I think the kind of the kind of self awareness that <laughs> that sort of speaks for the show as a whole. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's I guess that's my favorite uh, favorite breaking the third wall song. I guess you know. Okay. Um, but I think you know you mentioned the B- way the BBC does stuff is they could easily have done this in like six episode chunks and and ran it out for a much longer period of time. Yeah, because th- because I think that would have given them the time to polish some songs. It would have given them time to, you know, mm-hmm. to to do some other stuff. But I think that U.S. actors just aren't used to sort of doing that sort of thing. Uh, I don't know if it's the actors or the uh, the TV stations, that pro- but. Yeah. yeah. So, and and each of these episodes, um, especially if you're going to watch it, watch it on Netflix, is about 20 minutes long. So, yeah. so yeah, that's the one thing that kept killing me. It seemed like I would get into the episode and be like, "Yeah, this is going to be great," and then the credits would be rolling. I was like, "What's going on? It's the the, the show just started." No. <laughs> yeah. So watch three episodes and then decide if you like it. Yeah. Oh, and one thing I will say, I meant to say this earlier, was that. Everything they do is done well, like all the sets, all the costumes, everything. I mean, there is some good good stagecraft behind this show as well. It's not just sort of, you know, random backdrops. Well, yeah, I mean, you'll recognize that uh, I think one of the castles is from one of the Robin Hoods and another one, <laughs> you know, you, you look at all these places and you'll recognize that whoever did their site uh, scouting apparently they had this list of places that they wanted to go and do things because it all looked pretty amazing. Uh, you know, for the most part that, that you go, this was fun. So uh, now I just want to go and watch and, or listen to Galavant again. Cause I did buy the, the complete, uh, soundtrack of it. Well, there you so it go, does man. get, it stuck. It gets stuck. You're like, I'm going to sing this stupid song for weeks now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I still have "If I Were a Rich Man" burned in my brain. Well, I was in One Fiddler on the Roof, Fiddler so on the roof. that's oh, well, oh that's got. <laughs> I was going to say they do have the "Oi, What a Night" song, which is kind of <laughs> Fiddler on the Roofish. <laughs> yes, it is. It really is. <laughs> so. uh, well, Don and John, I really appreciate you coming in and and spreading the joy of Galavant. I've got I've got one quick question before you r- rush us off the stage. Uh, no problem. What other genre? Besides Ren Fair, <laughs> would you like to see get sort of the musical treatment? And and I think I'm going to jump in here because I know what I want. I want to see space opera. Yeah, that's that's. Sorry, Don. That's the easy answer, right? No, but it's space opera. It's so it'd be it's a space, joke. So it's space funny. opera. Ah, I get it. Sorry, a little slow this afternoon. <laughs> oh gosh. How about oh, you, gosh. John? Um, that's a tough one. Because I think I'd want to see a bunch of uh, cops and lawyers doing... So- no, no, wait. That would never work. Wait a minute. <laughs> I know what that is. <laughs> That's cop rock. Um, gosh, I don't know. Maybe something like that, but if it was more uh, grim, like, like, a, like some sort of CSI show that randomly had some songs in there. See, that's where I was thinking. It would be cool to like do some sort of noir, like de- noir detective, but yeah. with these f- perky musicals, you know, having that little juxtaposition. Yeah. And well, you'd certainly have a lot more range than if you did that, because, uh, you know, ten- there's a tendency in musicals to do a lot of upbeat stuff, you know, with one or two sort of, we're sad, but not necessarily doomy and gloomy. Mm-hmm. 
And I say that as if I know musicals and I don't. So listeners, please send me a list <laughs> hey, of where I'm wrong. You're on well, Fiddler on the Roof. You've got credit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe you but could Gilbert tap and Sullivan, the... right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe you could tap into the, the sort of zeitgeist of what, what people seem to be watching now. So, so you kind of trick people into thinking this is, this is like um, live PD or whatever. You know, so, so you think you're watching cops <laughs> and they knock on the door. You know, uh, sir, can you come out for a second? And then they break into song, you know, that would. It's all stripper grams. Uh, um, sure. Sorry, that's a, that's an HBO show. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> well, you know, I was just thinking of different episodes have done, or different series, I mean, have done a musical episode. I mean, Buffy was pretty mm-hmm. famous. I'm pretty sure something in Xena and Hercules did it at least once. Yeah. Um, and there's been other shows where typically there's some sort of magical element forcing people to sing. sing. But there have been other shows uh, that do that. And so I just like that it's the whole show. (laughs) Mm. Well, okay, I'm done with throwing in, hey, wait, one more thing. (laughs) (laughs) All right. John, did you have anything else that we didn't cover that you wish we had? Uh, As far as Gallivant? Uh, Well, I Uh not that I can think of we've covered a pretty good ground and i kind of like leaving it with the there's a lot more to unpack a lot more neat little things in this that people should just go out there and watch it and 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 see for themselves absolutely and please reply with what your favorite songs are from gallivant uh, because we'd like to see that and and what kind of dragon do you think tad cooper really is (laughs) bearded Mm. (laughs) (laughs) cool (laughs) <laughs> All right. Well, John, Don, thank you so much for joining me here. Yes. Uh, once again, John, where can people find you and your greatness? Uh, well, you can find me on Twitter at, at Cobalt Dude, um, or you can check out my podcast, Swarmcast Podcast, at swarmcastpodcast.com, where we talk about all sorts of gaming stuff, and we may, or ha- we may even have a musical episode or two out there. Oh, Don, that's what we should do. We could sing. I don't know you. <laughs> who are you why By am i way, here what's this swarm podcast the swarm cast is my favorite podcast about bee swarms so uh oh did i miss <laughs> misunderstand if you like bee swarms or if you just like gaming or other weirdness please check us out absolutely <laughs> it's a fun show even if there are no bees in it it's still good note to self put bees in Don? show yeah, put bees in it <laughs> Have the have a mis- have a little buzzing at some point. See if people can find where the bees are in this. Episode. I listen to your show, John. Hooray! You're the guy. You're that guy <laughs> I'm the who guy. listens to guy. our show. <laughs> I am. And if you want to find out more about what I listen to or do on the wilds of the internet, stalk me out at at Walsfio because I am all the Walsfio on the internet. If it's somebody else being Walsfio and it's not me, then they are pretending to be me. So. <laughs> give them what for absolutely and yeah you can find me over at ericdewey.com and just check out what we're doing at inverse genius so that's right thank you once again for listening and if you ever have any suggestions for an episode please send them our way don did you have anything you want to close with this is our moment in the sun this is oh my cat's here i'm done that's it for this episode of the inverse genius podcast the inverse genius podcast is licensed under creative commons attribution non-commercial no derivatives 3.0 license thank you